Welcome to EHS on Tap. I'm your host, Jay Kumar, Editor-in-Chief of EHS Daily Advisor. This week, I talked to Tom Hanahan, Manager of Preparedness Education and Youth Preparedness at the American Red Cross, about the importance of business continuity planning. And now, on to the interview. I'm joined today by Tom Hanahan, Manager of Preparedness Education and Youth Preparedness at the American Red Cross. Welcome, Tom. Happy to be here, Jay. Great to have you. Um, before we start talking about business continuity planning, I was wondering if you could tell me uh, a little bit about yourself and what you do with the Red Cross. Sure. Uh, I, I am a manager at the American Red Cross in disaster cycle services, uh, and we uh, focus on preparedness, trying to get people prepared before the disasters. Uh, people often hear about the American Red Cross and our responses after the disasters. We always think it'd be better to get in there early and, and, and have less people that need our help. Uh, so, uh, preparedness is where I work, and I oversee uh, directly three programs called uh, uh, Be Red Cross Ready, Hands Only CPR, and this course that we're going to be talking about, or the presentation we're going to talk about mostly today, is Ready Rating. Um, I also oversee youth preparedness programs, which currently would be our Prepare with Pedro programs for kindergartners through third grade and uh, third grade and to fifth grade for Pillowcase Project, uh, and I manage and oversight those. Awesome. Well, yeah, let's talk about it. Why is business continuity planning so important? Business continuity planning is is important because there's there's kind of two measurements that a lot of people will use to determine if a certain community is recovering and how fast they're recovering and if they're going to be able to fully recover. And the, and the two things that usually falls on are can people go back to work and are schools open and they're interrelated. Sometimes people can't go to work if schools aren't open. We know we learned that from COVID. Um, but uh, you know that that's kind of business continuity and getting the economy running, uh, especially for small businesses. Some of them who are who who maybe have less emergency management activities and 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 knowledge. Uh, this is really important for them uh, because small businesses are actually one of the largest employers in our nation and it's getting people back to work and getting the money moving and, and, and those types of things to me is beyond the immediate organization that's trying to recover. It's has community impact. Uh, would you say that, I mean, I guess it's hard to, to say it, give an exact figure, but are in, in general, are businesses doing a good job with continuity planning? We haven't done a survey recently, but in, in past surveys uh, that, that other organizations have done, and then we did a small business specific survey about five years ago, uh, we found that more than half, um, especially if small businesses do not have a business continuity plan of any kind, um, they don't even have an emergency action plan, which is kind of a core to business mm -hmm. continuity, um, handle the emergency, protect protect lives, protect property, and you know, and then switch over to continuity and getting back and moving, getting back into business. So, um, yeah, I think that uh, um, it, there is a big need out there, especially around smaller organizations or even some of the bigger organizations that have a lot of facilities. They don't have emergency managers in all those facilities, so they can use ready rating uh, and programs like this to help kind of outsource and, and send information to their facility managers and then be able to get feedback and figure out what are the emergency management decisions they need to make. Is it kind of a case of, you know, maybe a, a budget thing or is it more like, you know, in a lot of cases it's just like, you know, that that that'll never happen to us 
you know that one of those kind of things where you, you don't realize you need it until it's till it's right in, on your in your yeah your doorstep, uh, uh, i guess the former boss of me, mine and marie used to say uh, uh one of my associates used to say that uh um preparedness is a lot like exercising and eating healthy well i'm supposed to do it but not everybody does it um preparedness is a lot like that and especially with small businesses it's cash flow they're they're trying to catch up and just keep keep the wheels spinning on the business um they know they should be prepared i think they understand the importance of preparedness it's just getting the time yeah so tell me about the ready rating program and what it does so ready rating is an online platform it's a website at readyrating.org um and the the platform allows any school business or organization of any kind to be able to go in, uh, register, uh, and take a self-assessment. This is something they do at their own pace, at their own time, and there are uh, self-assessments in there. There's two, we can talk about those in just a second. And they take that self-assessment and they actually pumps out uh, on the other end when they're done, a score, um, an actual ready rating score. So you kind of can put a numerical number to our preparedness level. Um, once you've done the once you've done the assessment immediately, you have access to what we call a next steps report. And it takes the answers you put on your self-assessment uh, when you were assessing your organization's preparedness. Um, it takes those and turns them into everything that you said. No, we haven't done quite done that yet or we haven't fully satisfied that. It gives what we call a next steps report. And it says, OK, based on your assessment, here's what we suggest the next steps are. And it lists everything that they didn't do and then explains why they might be important and points then to tools and resources that actually help them do it. Instead of saying you haven't done a hazard vulnerability analysis, you know, in a year, we give them a form that says, here's how to do hazard vulnerability. It says, fill out this form and you get to the bottom, you'll have it done. Um, that's what we're trying to do is, is identify the issues with the self-assessment, provide structure for them to, to create a plan for the organization to improve. We don't expect an organization to, come in and, and get a let's say a 50 percent on their score and immediately get to a hundred percent we that's not preparedness um but maybe they pick out a couple big things that they identified in the assessment they pick out hey this is a big thing we're going to work on this for this next fiscal year and these two things they're small we're going to knock these out in the next quarter you know we need to do a fire drill or something you know or hey we we realize we don't have fire extinguishers or aeds or anything like that we need to you know that's something we can whack out this bigger project we're going to make longer and then they'll come back in in a year or after they've made those changes redo their assessment their score goes up they can show that to their leadership mm -hmm. our score went up um, and then they can can decide okay what are we going to do next um and then they go after and then it slowly over time their score improves uh there are two different assessments uh i wanted to talk about that really just quick uh we call the first one is a ready to go assessment it has just 25 questions. It's it's for people who are brand new to emergency management. They're really just trying to figure this out. They know it's important. Very it, it doesn't it uses layperson, not emergency manager speak. Um, and they uh, then once they they have have uh, anyway the short assessments 25 questions in and out gives you a high level look. But for folks who maybe are coming in with a little more background or just want to dig in deep, we have a 60 question assessment we call ready advance um, and that takes the 25 questions obviously adds a bunch more to them and goes way way into detail uh, the program is at no cost the program um, uh, is is funded by our sponsors and donors to the american red cross and uh, it, it's just a great way 
for an organization to be able to hone down all the big emergency management and business continuity talk into simple accessible steps that the lay, lay responders can work on uh, and, and can work with to improve their organization's preparedness. That was a long, long sentence. That, hey, there you go. How long has uh, Ready Rating been around? Ready Rating's been around for about 12 years. Uh, it went, uh, it piloted for the first two years, so it's been out there nationally um, for about 10, 10 and a half years now. Uh, so we've got over 17,000 organizations um, have signed up for it. Uh, some of them stay, some of them come in, they take their assessment, they figure out their score, they come up with a plan and maybe they don't come back. Some of them just keep coming back and their score keeps getting up higher and higher and higher. We love to see that. Have you changed it at all since you uh, launched it? Has it like evolved? We have changed it uh, completely twice already and we are currently in process of changing it. Um, the system's up and works right now, but we are working with the uh, Canadian Red Cross has joined Ready Rating as a program they're offering. And uh, we plan this summer to uh, release an even more updated version with more tools uh, and more resources, more videos, and those types of things. Um, so yeah, it's been updated two, gonna be three times come this summer. Uh, and it seems like a good way to kind of show your leadership that, you know, this is where we're at and this is what we need to do. I mean, I, I can't imagine, you know, uh, leaders of a company saying, you know, we don't want to be prepared, you know what I mean? So, and like you said, maybe they were just, there was too much else going on and you just hadn't been able to get around to it, but uh, right. it seems like a good way to kind of, to dig in. It, it, and it puts it into bite-sized pieces that the organization can take at their own pace. Nobody's driving them. There's no penalties for your scores. It's all up to you. We just provide, hey, here's here's what you've helped us identify the problems are, and then we try to provide the solutions. Um, another thing that I, I know uh, you, your, your audience is probably interested in is the there is an emergency action plan tool uh, in Ready Rating that allows an organization to go in and say, and, and we did it the same way we did the assessments. We have a, a EAP Go, which is really short and sweet, and it has the minimum OSHA required, you know, uh, stuff, which we think is pretty minimal, to be honest. Um, and then you and then you can switch over to what we call EAP Advanced, and it has those same required topics from OSHA, but it also has about 35 other topics, everything from you know, tornado drills to after action follow ups to um, uh, there's a, um, how to handle, a, you know, a, a, a kidnapping or, or, or a threatening bomb, you know, a bomb threat and stuff like that. Those types of things. It's all in there and available. And of course, unfortunately, one of the biggest things that's, that's really popular in our resource center is um, uh, active shooter. We do have active shooter information. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, it's it's quite popular. I wish it wasn't, um, but it is. And I'm glad I'm glad we could could help support organizations with that. What do uh, businesses typically overlook or or not do as well when they're putting together an, an emergency action plan? One of the things that we've seen, and you'll see it outlined when you look at the uh, assessments in Ready Rating. One of the things we've noticed is that um, they quite often are missing outside their gate. Uh, and, and, the, and, their, and their supply chain and their labor chain outside the gate. They, they really work on, you know, from, 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 you know, in our facility, we're prepared, we've got all these things, maybe we do, maybe we don't, but 
What are we depending on outside? Is my is a major supplier for me? Are they are they as prepared as I am? Are they going to be able to come through? Because I'll be all ready to receive, and then they they don't. There's nothing to receive. So you want to look at your supply chain and and how how um, prepared they are, and maybe share with them ready rating. You can help them get started. Um, so that that and then also outside your fence. Um, is your employees because if they if they're not prepared at home, they either can't come to work or they certainly won't be able to focus at work. Um, and so making sure that the that your your employees know here's our process, here's how we're going to notify you, those types of things. What is your you know you don't have to necessarily tell us, but we need you to have a plan because you're an essential worker, for instance. Uh, you know, and we need you to have a plan. And here's some ideas around plans. And you can we've got all kinds of Red Cross sources we can uh, resources we can point people to to help them get prepared at home. Yeah, and obviously communication is is huge in these situations, not just with uh, your employees, but also with uh, media media local authorities uh the public you know just letting them know you know if you've got a business whether you're open or you know all that kind of stuff so uh you know i guess having a good communication plan in place for these kinds of situations is huge right right and we follow we try to outline and and we don't exactly you know match word for word but we try to follow the instant command system um, so, for instance, you'll find a resource for that communications, the per communications lead in a disaster. You'll find a white paper on exactly what kind of person you're looking for and what are the things they need to be ready for to respond post disaster um, or during and post disaster, I guess. And uh, and having a plan in place is good, but you need to, to do drills to actually like practice. Right. I mean, that's I mean, yeah. you can have it. You can have a binder or you can have a file or whatever but if nobody's looking at it or nobody's actually right putting it in right. practice oh the tornado's coming let's, let's let's yeah. dust off the three ring binder yeah um, you know let's let's uh that's that's not what we do so part of one of these both of the assessments is that you at least practice at least one drill in a year um quite often regulations local municipalities will have will require more or certain kinds of drills but for ready rating we require at least you do one including an after action, including taking it back to your emergency action plan and possibly updating it based on what you learned. Um, we suggest uh, that and we have a, a template that talks about tracking changes and it also records when 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 is the document up for review and you, and the organization can set their own schedule for when they want to review it um, and, and who and who does that. Uh, what's the best way to ensure that you're, you know, say you've got an emergency action plan, but how do you keep it up to date? What, how often should you be looking at it? And, you know, what are the kinds of things that you need to make sure, you know, stay up to date? Well, I think, I think, uh, drills is one way to make sure to see if it tests and it works. And so if you're doing constant drills, because, um, that really helps because it gets everybody involved in the review that's really what you're doing is we're reviewing the plan that we just had and does it work um, you know so if if a person who wrote the plan um, didn't necessarily consult with all the players the players are going to get to put into action once the drill happens so quite often that's a good feedback loop and then the other thing is just making sure when you initially write the plan and when you come 
back occasionally to review the plan, you've got those people there. And, and, and it's it's more than you might think. It's finance, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, depending on your small, you know, how big or small your company is, it could be everything from the custodian who's got all the keys, uh, right. you know, um, to to, um, you know, your your. Your, your media relations department, if you're if you're a bigger organization, but a lot of ready rating members are small businesses and nonprofits, and I'm quite proud of that because I think small businesses and nonprofits probably need the most help, um, and so we're we're really happy with that. It's been particularly uh, we've seen a lot of of private businesses and small businesses, but also within the nonprofit world, houses of worship are coming more and more to ready rating, uh, which which I also am glad for because they're an organization and they've got a mission um, that they need to keep moving to. The, their business is their mission. Right, right. Um, what are your, uh, I guess, hopes for the program going forward? Obviously, you know, I don't know if, if there's statistics on, you know, if we're having more disasters or emergencies now than we used to, it seems like we are just, you know, weird weather. We're having more disasters yeah. and emergencies than we used to. Okay, you there you go. And, 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 yeah. I, Marie, I can help you hunt that down if we need to. Um, but, but you know, how do you sort of see this program uh, evolving, you know, as we kind of move forward and things get, you know, continue to be unstable just in terms of weather and, and just, you know, strange emergencies happening? Well, I think promotion and marketing. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to your audience is because I think mm-hmm. they are that you have a lot of emergency managers. They're probably high, quite high level emergency managers. This is a program that I think your emergency managers and your audience can be force multipliers for. Um, and, you know, and a municipal emergency manager may not necessarily have time to deal with all the small businesses, schools and nonprofits and houses of worship in their area. But they but if they look at ready rating and they like ready rating, they can just say, guys, we've got this program. It's ready. It's free, um, you know, and go, go try it out. It's a pretty thing. And, and even we've even had groups that have come back, uh, you know, as a group. You know, uh, we had a United Way area the other day and all the United Way agencies in that area. They all joined ready rating together and they all worked on it together. They each had their individual plans and assessments, but they would they would meet occasionally and they would go, hey, I didn't know what to do without this hazard vulnerability assessment. And the other, you know, somebody else in the air might say, I got one. And guess what? We're in the same zip code, you know, and can share those kinds of things. So I think just having the right people um, and updating it uh, is is probably the most important step. And if you'll, if you'll plan to do that ahead of time, um, it makes it a whole lot easier than, you know, going, oh, geez, it's been three years since we looked at an emergency action plan. And and if you're a small business, you don't want to wait for, you know, the local government or somebody to kind of step in and say, hey, this is what you need to do. You need to kind of be, you know, be ready. For yeah, I don't stuff. think the government wants to help them either. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, if, if they don't need help. So let's keep yeah. them out of needing help is really the, you know, that's the goal um, is is to empower them to take mitigation, be prepared, um, and, you know, practice it, and then, and then hopefully uh, be able to implement when a disaster comes and, and, uh, and come out on top. Yeah, makes sense. Well, Tom, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. This has been great. Thank you very much. Uh, always happy to do it. Uh, if anyone has any questions, um, you feel free to share my info with them. And uh, again, the, the website is readyrating.org. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That wraps up episode 194 of EHS on Tap. You can find more information about the show and listen to on-demand episodes at ehsdailyadvisor.blr.com. You can subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts. 
Thanks for listening, and I hope you join me next time. Thank you.